Should old acquaintance be forgot and never come to mind? I say nay, because if that's the case, we'd lose a whole lot of subscribers and have to start from scratch. We like the people who have been listening to us for the past year, and now, as we come around to year two of what we believe is Odyssey's favorite podcast, we only want to keep adding people. We're not subtracting anything. So all those old acquaintances, welcome back. And to the new acquaintances, welcome in. This is Name That News. I am your host, Mark Menard, along with my co-host, Zach Clark. If you've never been here before, welcome. We're going to have a good time, aren't we? You better believe it, Mark. And uh, by the way, what the hell does old legs I mean? Does anybody know? I have no Happy New Year? I have no idea. I don't know. All I know is it's an old song by Dan Fogelberg about running into an old girlfriend in the in the convenience store on Christmas. Other than that, that's a little bit of a deep pull for all you all you fans out there. Go go check it out. Anyway, uh, the way the show works is we have called a week's worth of news into the finest grains that we can find. The choices cuts, and we have taken those cuts and taken a little bit out of them because we want you to try to guess what they're talking about. It's a fun little game you can play at home. The satisfaction of a job well done is all you win, but sometimes that's all you need at the end of a long, hard day. A little bit of satisfaction goes a long way, doesn't it? It does. See, and that's what we're here for, serotonin and (laughs) crude jokes. A little bit of dopamine just to get you through the rest of the evening. That's what we're here for. And maybe the rest of the week, because we only do this once a week. I should tell you that right now. So anyway, let's go ahead and get right into the show. We're going to go out to the West Coast, KCBS in San Francisco, where someone is trying to pass off some bad information. Concerns are growing in South Lake Tahoe over a flyer filled with harmful misinformation about circulating in the area. So what is the subject of flyers full of misinformation in Lake Tahoe? Is it A, casinos? Is it B, the 2024 presidential election, which, yep, that's coming up this year? Or is it C, bears? See, one of the things I love about this game that we've been playing for a while now is I have to think about why you would ask a question and put the answers the way that you did. Right, and so like you have to kind of reverse reverse engineer things sometimes. It seems like 2024 would be the obvious answer, which me means to me means it's not the answer. So I'm throwing that one out. Who is misinforming people about bears? Is it Mr. Ranger from Yogi Bear? Like, who cares? I mean, they're dangerous. That's not misinformation. What what, what are we smearing their personalities? But I do know one thing about Lake Tahoe: casinos, gambling. It is a thing. It is a thing in that area. I am saying, A, it's big business, lots of pressure, casinos. Well, a lot more pressure at casinos than there are in this game. That's a good thing because you didn't get this one right. Sorry. It is bears. People are circulating flyers telling people to leave food out for the bears where they can get it. And you're not supposed to feed the bears. The rule is don't feed the bears. Why would somebody do that? (laughs) I don't know. And the authorities don't know. But they're trying to track down where these flyers are coming from, telling people to leave food out for the hungry bears in the area uh, to lure them, I guess, into the city. I don't know what's going on with that. But, yes, it it is bears. We did an episode a while back about how they were changing signs at a beach to make it a nude beach when it wasn't a nude beach. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. This will get you killed. It is not funny. It's not funny at all. Very different. No, it's a very big difference. Like you said, the nude beach thing, very funny. Getting eaten by a bear. I would imagine, I've never done it, but I imagine it's not fun. We have a sociopath on our hands here, Mark. Uh, let's move <laughs> a little bit uh, towards the Midwest. In fact, we'll go to one of the hearts of the Midwest. This clip comes from WBBM in Chicago. A White Sox legend is reminding people 
Well, the big hurt took to social media to set the record straight. Alrighty, Mark, of what does Frank Thomas have to keep reminding people? A, that he used to be really, really good at baseball. B, that he is not dead. Or C, that he didn't start Wendy's. That was indeed Dave Thomas. Um, okay, so I get that people might have forgotten who Frank Thomas is at this point. He was a, a, a big player when we, you and I were younger. History sometimes just relegated to the books and people forget what came in the past. So I could see where he might have to remind people that he was good at baseball, but I don't think that's what this is. I also don't think that he has to remind people that he didn't start Wendy's because I think at this point, Dave Thomas himself is relegated to history and people don't really remember those commercials either. I think, as we see sometimes with celebrities, I think maybe he had to tell people he wasn't dead because we often get a false report of a celebrity being dead and then they have to say, oh no, I'm still here. Yeah, Mark, you are correct. It is B, and he's having to remind people that he is not dead, but it wasn't because of the way that you might think, right? Like you'll see some false report on Twitter. Well, actually, his picture was used in a People We've Lost montage from 2023. So he was, people were told from a news source that he was dead. And, of course, he is not, and we have corrected the issue. Dave Thomas, dead. Frank Thomas, alive. Did they think they were putting a picture of Frank Thomas, or did they think he was someone else and put his picture in there in place of someone who was dead? It was just the wrong picture, but but people don't read because America. And so they <laughs> saw it, and they thought, oh, my God, Frank Thomas is dead. And Frank Thomas is like, no, Frank Thomas is alive because he talks to himself in the third person, obviously. That and, and, you know, just tune in late at night. You'll probably find him on an infomercial at some point. Yeah, he sounds something. A male enhancement, I believe. An important product, to be true. So let's move back to the West Coast as we move along in this game, back to San Francisco. KCBS, once again, making an appearance on this week's show. A lot of weird things happening out in San Fran this week. Let's take a listen to this one. After finding just last week, washed up on a Santa Cruz beach because of the particularly high tide, oceanographers in Southern California announced today they found what appears to be a massive dumping ground of just off the coast of Los Angeles. So what was found in the water off the coast of Los Angeles? Was it A, dead bodies? Was it B, weapons and ammunition? Or was it C, an ungodly amount of poo? You know, the dead bodies thing, if you remember, they were having some lake-level issues at Lake Mead in Nevada not that long ago, and they were finding dead bodies because, you know, the mob. Uh, you know, B, I don't know if you play video games, Grand Theft Auto V, you make a few weapons drops into the ocean, which happens to be a fictionalized version of California. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean... Of course, you're going to be pooping the ocean, but did it come from, like, an overflow of some kind of drain? Oh, these are excellent options. I'm, I'm at a loss here. I, look, I played GTA the other day. I'm going to say B. You know what? You got it right. But it's not the kind of weapons you would imagine. They found old World War II munitions and weapons. It was military waste that was found in the water. So real old school type of weapons were located uh, in the water outside of Los Angeles. I don't know if they thought the military had dumped them somewhere else and the tide took them to where they ended up, or if it was just a top-secret mission. I don't know all that. But they did find a lot of guns and ammo from the World War II-era U.S. military. It must have been quite the find. And this happens in Michigan every once in a while. I don't know about in New Orleans, but somebody will have something from back then. And every, every time it's found, the person always picks it up and brings it to the police station. Ladies and gentlemen, do not touch bombs grenades don't touch them just don't touch them don't touch it just don't touch it 
Don't touch it. Alert the authorities. Let them come and take care of it. Don't pick it up yourself and possibly blow yourself up on the way to the cops. Yeah, like I'm on my way to bring you a grenade to my 97 Subaru Outback as I hit eight potholes. But I'm sure it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I introduced my kids to the Goonies the other day, and they had the dynamite sticks they think is candles. And uh, and, and it reminds me of that. Yeah, don't just don't pick up weird explosives and, and think that it's okay. Rules to live by, my friend. Now, you took us back to San Francisco. I will have none of that. We're going back, back to Chicago. Kind of a pattern here on today's Name That News. Again, WBBM in Chicago. Take a listen. Matt Ream calls himself an ordinary guy who experienced a miracle and is now the most grateful person ever. The 27-year-old shared a picture of himself smiling in a hospital gown to Facebook. He's recovering from a leg amputation after... Alrighty, Mark, why does this man feel like the luckiest man in the world after having his leg amputated? A, he was rescued after being trapped in a car for six days. B, he was rescued after being chased up a tree following a bear attack. Or C, he was rescued on Lake Michigan after getting frostbite. All of these sound horrifying. It is darn cold where you guys are up north. It's not as cold down here, but it's brisk. And so if it's brisk down here, then it's probably a frozen tundra up at Lake Michigan. So um, that's a very strong possibility. And in fact, actually be tied into being trapped in your car for six days and then getting frostbite. And because those two things could go together, I'm just going to say, screw it. I'm going with the bears because it's a bear kind of a week. You know, uh, first of all, this is Detroit. We never pick the bears. Uh, and two, I didn't notice that one correlates with the other one. I, I, I missed that. That was my own fault. Uh, the answer actually, Mark, was A, he spent six days in his car, thought he was going to die. I would have died. And he was rescued and is alive minus one leg. I, I, I just I can't imagine. I'm really restless. Five or ten minutes, and I'm going to go nuts if I have to sit. I, I, it's like 120 some hours. I, I just I don't know what that's like. Uh, that sounds brutal. Hopefully he had his phone charged and he could at least play a little Angry Birds or something while he's waiting. And so now that brings us to the point in the show that we call the cliffhanger question of the week. It's a question just like the other questions, except we don't answer it for you immediately. We want you to come back and listen to the next episode of Name That News so that you can hear the answer to that question and then hear another cliffhanger question that will have you coming back to the next episode and then you get that answer and you come back to the next episode and so on and so on all the way until the end of time or until we stop doing the show. That is how this works. We have had a long drought since last cliffhanger question of the week that we posed to you because we haven't done this show since before Christmas. You've had to wait three weeks and we are finally here to satisfy the long wait from KMOX in St. Louis here was the question. There's a game in Britain that they play called <laughs> and people hate the song so much that friends get together and they have this like survival thing. See who can oh my go gosh, the, the longest that. time without hearing the song. So whose Christmas song are you required to avoid to win the game that has now been over for two weeks? Is it A, Mariah Carey? Is it B, Brenda Lee? Or is it C, Wham? For what it's worth, I went to the grocery store on like the 27th and they were still playing Christmas music and I was horrified. Look, I, it can't be A. It just, it cannot be A. It, I mean, it could be, but it would be the most pointless game ever played. Everybody loses, nobody wins. That song is everywhere. Now, you mentioned earlier people of a certain age and Frank Thomas, right? Well, Brenda Lee, her song is, is older than my generation, but Home Alone. 
made that song incredibly popular again. Right? He's having the party scene, moving everybody around. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. The other two people are American, and this guy's English. We've got a split here. I'm going to say it's Wham. Sir, you are correct. Last Christmas by Wham is the song that people are supposed to avoid hearing as much as possible until Christmas Day to win the game. They call the game Whamageddon. And once you hear the song out in the wild, played somewhere, then you lose. You're out. It's like a game of survival. It has to be Wham's version. You can hear a cover version of Last Christmas, and you're still in the game. You know, that's a great setup, Mark, for this week's cliffhanger. We go from one artist to another, albeit very different artist. Take a listen. This week's cliffhanger comes to us from CBS Radio, heard on Odyssey stations across the country. Snoop Dogg may switch up from the gin and juice to when he's a... Alrighty, Mark, what is Snoop Dogg's latest gig? Is it A, he's releasing a country album, B, he's joining the college football playoff selection committee, or C, he is joining NBC as a commentator for the 2024 Olympics in France. Now, for what it's worth, I've made this joke before. Snoop Dogg's like one of those people that's beat the video game, and he's just doing all the side quests now. He is always doing something completely and totally random, and I love him for it. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, all three of these are possible viable options, and he might have another 10 or 15 on deck. Uh, as far as the question, we're not going to answer it this week, but we can discuss it. A country album might be an interesting offering from from uh, D-O-double-G. Dolly Parton just dropped a rock album. Why couldn't Snoop drop a country album? I'm sure he's got friends that could uh, that could help him along with that. Joining the College Football Playoff Selection Committee is interesting because Snoop does have a history with youth football. I mean, Dolly Parton just dropped a rock album. Absolutely. And, and Snoop has a football background, albeit in youth football, but as a coach and with you know, starting his own league, and he loves the, the Snoop Youth Football League, SYFL, a gem. That's right. He, he he loves the game, and it's not a stretch to think he would want to be involved in something like that. And then a commentator for the 2024 Olympics. Look, Snoop could commentate on anything, and I would listen. I would like him to follow me around and just commentate my day. And it would be, you know, it would probably sell millions because he's got that kind of golden voice that you just want to listen to more and more. We'll answer this question next week. Until then, go back and check out all your old Snoop CDs and cassettes in honor of of whatever it is he's doing now. I can tell you, we just passed the 30th anniversary of his solo debut album, Doggy Style. So go back and give that a listen. Lots of gems on that disc. Lots of gems in our archives. If you want to go back and listen to any old episode of Name That News, it doesn't cost you a dime. Special thanks to Brian Fisher, who has put every one of those babies together for us. Special thanks to you for joining us. If you like what you heard, pound that subscribe button, bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar, please, please, because we're here every single week with a fresh new episode of Name That News. Oh,